with Five Points Podcast. I am uh, here with my good friend and uh, sometimes collaborator, Christopher Styers. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm doing fine. How about you, sir? Oh, it's I'm I'm in heaven because of the the weather's been much cooler uh, lately. Yes. Um, and um, it's it's actually kind of interesting because at the pool I swim, they're replacing the heaters concurrently. Uh, and so the, the the water's like jumping into an ice bath at this whoa. point. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> well, that'll definitely wake you up. Yeah, it does. It uh, it uh, it definitely does. Anyway, but I'm I'm kind of happy with it because I like the idea of the cool cooler water. Yeah, um, you yeah. just don't want to reenact the Leonardo DiCaprio scene from Titanic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're we're far from that. We're not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so let's see, there's nothing coming up that I can, uh, I mean, we've got the Paralympics coming up. Um, yeah, that's, uh, this coming week. It yeah. Starts. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you know, the, the, uh, the end of the summer and stuff like yeah. that. Um, what have you been occupying your time with watching these days? Well, uh, I started checking out some new series that have appeared on Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, the chair with Sarah O. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that looks interesting. Yeah. And uh, brand new cherry flavor. Well, I'm sorry. Is that the whole title? The brand That's new? the whole title. The brand new cherry flavor. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, it, yeah. If you're a David Lynch fan oh. or Twin Peaks, then uh, you might be interested in that one. Mm. Okay. 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 And I just started watching uh, The Defeated. Okay. And that's with Taylor Kitsch from Friday Night Lights. Right, right, right. Um, Go ahead. I, I, no, no, I like Taylor Kitsch a lot. I think he's a terrific uh, actor. Um, yeah. So, yeah, those are, so I'm going to, so the brand new cherry flavor, I'm definitely going to have to check that out. Um, yeah. And I like T- Taylor Kitsch. So, is the def- what's the defeated? Is it a drama, an action? Yeah, it's a drama. He's a New York City cop uh-huh. who's been sent to Berlin in 1946 to help the German citizens establish a new civilian police force. Oh, that sounds that sounds right up my alley. I'm definitely going to check yeah. it out. Yeah, I've been watching. I watched um, one of your favorite. Uh, actresses, I think, Haley Atwell. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. Because you liked her in uh, Agent Carter, right? Yes. Um, I mean, there's a lot to like. She's a gorgeous uh, woman, very good actress. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it, she did a uh, kind of a mini series called R- Restless, which okay. the title does not really give you any indication. <laughs> it's, uh, of all the ways I would have thought to title this, that would have yeah. not have been one of them. Um, huh. But anyway, it's interesting. It's a, it's almost like a, it's a dual timeline. Haley Atwill plays a, uh, kind of a British spy during just, just as World War II is, well, they're bombing London. So it's not okay. just, it's before the Americans got involved in the war. Okay. Um, and then Charlotte Rampling plays her at a, at a much later age. Oh, and, it, okay. and Michael Gambone's in it. He's a terrific actor. Oh. This, it's really well done, but it's so a, rampling. Huh? Charlotte Rampling. Oh yeah, they're they're incredible. They're all yes. incredible. So uh and um so that was that was a, it's a, it's an easy sit too cuz it's two I think it's two one and a half hour uh episodes on on Amazon. Okay. 
It's either on Amazon Prime or PBS Masterpiece or Acorn. I have all okay. of those. So. Okay. Then uh, we watched a movie for class called The Losers with uh, with a ton of really interesting, uh, like Idris Elba yeah. and uh, Zoe Saldana. And mm-hmm. then um, I watched, uh, started a series called Riley Ace of Spies. Okay. Uh, and it's a it's a really odd series. It's Australian. Sam oh, Neill's okay. the central character, but oh, okay, yeah. And we, I know we both like Sam Neill. So um, anyway, so that's kind of. And then I'm going to rewatch El Camino, which is the the movie that they made after Breaking Bad before Better, or I think it's Better Call Saul was on. But I think I'm going to watch that after okay. I finish. I've been rewatching Breaking Bad, but. Anyway, just so uh, I've, so I, I think I forgot to mention, we're Plot Points Podcast. My name's Mark Sevy. My co-host today is Christopher Styers. Chris has a huge presence in the literary world. He has seven novels that have been published. There are all on um, Amazon and Barnes and Noble and Goodreads and Smashwords and a whole bunch of other places. Yes. And he also has a website, ChristopherStyers.com. Yep. Um, so, and I think you've got two books coming out, right, Chris? Yeah, it'll probably be next year on both of them. Yeah, that's a, like I said, that's a great way to start 2022, my lord. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. And uh, so Chris, is, Chris is writes uh, screenplays, short stories, articles, yes. uh, novels. He's, he's one of those jack of all trades, master of, master of all. Uh, so. Mm, okay. <laughs> I think that's pushing it a little. Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, I wouldn't dare say, I, you, you know, you, you and I have been friends for a long time oh, yeah. uh, because we both we both we met in writing class years ago. Yeah. Um, and I've always had a, a really deep appreciation for for Chris's work. So uh, so what what do you what do you speaking of all the work you do or what are you working on now? I'm working on a screenplay. OK. And uh, I'm about oh. 90 pages in. Okay. Oh, wow. You're almost done. But I need to do some editing and rewriting on it. Yeah, of course. That's that. Oh, isn't, that our, isn't that our lives? lives? I mean, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, good, good. It, do you see things as being screenplays or novels when you come up with the idea? Or is there some, like... Sometimes, yes. Okay. Sometimes I... it's something about in a novel when you're in a character's head and seeing what's happening through their eyes. Mm-hmm. That is just very satisfying. Mm, okay. Um, uh, well, okay. Thanks. That's, thanks for that insight. Uh, we are Plot Points Podcast. I'm Mark Sevy and this is Christopher Styers. So we, uh, so I'm working on uh, a whole bunch of stuff concurrently, mm-hmm. but I need to write a Bible for a TV series that I, a pilot, Um, and, um, actually I'm, I'm in the process of one and I need to write another one. Plus I, one of my articles for creative screenwriting magazine just dropped on, uh, on, um, God, what was it on? It was on, uh, scene sequences. Mm -hmm. So I'll put the link to that in the show notes. And I think it's an interesting, it's, uh, it's kind of the concept that we're not writing a scene. We're writing a scene that's in a sequence of scenes to accomplish things. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so if you guys, and then hopefully, oh, well, and then I, I'm still writing articles for final draft and my uh-huh. next, my next one's going to be on pitch decks, 
or pitch books. Oh, and and okay. if you if you don't know yes. what those are, they're they're just basically marketing tools. But uh, yeah. it should be interesting. So so I'm keeping busy. I'm uh, doing I you know doing a lot of work on um, on my career. But of course, you know, you and I both bemoan the fact that we I actually not bemoan. I mean. It doesn't matter if we sell something today, we'll still be doing the same thing tomorrow, which is writing. So, yes. uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, let's move on to uh we I came up with a top 7 either James Bond titles or songs. Uh so what where what's your list? Okay. Well, uh the I listed three songs, okay. two songs. Go ahead. I knew before I even went into this, one of them, one of the songs had to be a Shirley Bassey song. Okay. If there's any singer who, you know, epitomizes a Bond movie, it's Shirley Bassey. Right. And uh, as I went through the songs she did, I'm going to tell you the one I've, I've picked, but if you ask me for an an hour from now, I'd probably tell you something different. Uh, I chose uh, Shirley Bassey's Diamonds Are Forever. Okay, great song. The next one was Carly Simon's Nobody Does It Better from The Spy Who Loved Me. Beautiful, yeah. I'm a fan of McCartney's Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die, okay. Then I picked four titles jump out of out at me uh, out of the what 26 movies now yeah soon soon to be released yep uh license to kill eh? tomorrow never dies is that the uh, connery brosnan. oh brosnan okay yeah uh on her majesty's secret service oh you picked uh you picked the oddball huh and the title that always intrigues me you only live twice Oh yeah, I like that. I like that too. Um, I picked, I just picked Shirley Bassey be, across the board because anything she <laughs> sings is great, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I cheated. I saw, I apologize. Um, I did, I picked Nobody Does It Better. Mm-hmm. Um, the song Quantum of Solace, uh-huh. uh, as a title for your eyes only, which was Sheena Easton. Yeah. Uh, No Time to Die, which was Billie Eilish because it, that's one of the later ones. I, I, that might be the latest. Uh, oh, okay. I think she Spectre? did. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, no time to, no, no time to die is the latest, isn't it? The one that's okay. coming up. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's yeah. The yeah. newest one that hasn't been released yet. Yeah. But I think it's also called, I think that's the title of this, the song, uh, song and the, and the movie. Okay. Anyway. And then Dr. No, which was the first James Bond movie with yes. uh, Sean Connery, the thing that started it all. And then I picked, and I'm surprised you didn't pick the bond theme uh okay yeah i mean it's just it's incredible you 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 know i mean that's it's a little bit of a cheat but uh yeah but that's you know what a what an amazing um song that is oh yeah there's a few themes where there's just you know a teaser like that and as soon as you hear it you know Right. What it's about. Yeah. If you just play cut, that's like name that tune. I mean, if yes. you put that, <laughs> you would definitely know. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of theme songs. You and I've talked about them before. Yeah. We like, we like TV theme songs a whole mm-hmm. lot. So, um, anyway, so yes, No Time to Die is the latest uh, Bond film, uh, uh-huh. coming out and it will be out, uh, I, I think this coming up pretty, pretty soon. And it is yeah. also, the song of the the title of the Billie Eilish song. So I, okay. I picked it for the 
for the song, not for the title, but the titles. Anything with die in it is pretty good, right? No time. To- <laughs> yes. <laughs> a view to a kill, no time to die. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, so we're Plot Points Podcast. We, uh, we are bi-monthly, um, and we try to keep it mercifully short so you don't get tired yes. of our nonsense, uh, or at least my nonsense. Chris is never non, Chris is never nonsensical. That's not, that's even not even close to being true. Um, but anyway, uh, this Christopher Styers is my co-host today. And, uh, sorry about, we went on, we did a hiatus last, last podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. It was with, uh, my friend and filmmaker, Rich D'Alessio. Um, I posted that as a, um, as a kind of, uh, we were, we were on hiatus, uh, episode. So I hope you enjoyed that, but we're going to be live until the end of the year, I believe, or live at least recorded. Okay. So we, do we have one question we can uh, talk about, Chris? Okay. Let's see here what the ones we've got. Um, What's the best way to improve your dialogue? Keep it short. Okay, something shorter. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think oh, I've told keep- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, keep the dialogue that shorter. That was yes, that was my answer. <laughs> that wasn't don't, a criticism of the question. <laughs> okay. Don't do Shakespeare soliloquies or even Aaron Sorkin soliloquies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, uh, one of the, I think, um, well, first of all, uh, there's, that's a huge, huge question, but let me give, let me throw out a couple, couple, three tips. One yeah. is to keep it short, keep it more like conversation or right. actually not like conversation, more like back, uh, a back and forth is better. Yeah. Uh, the second thing is don't overload it with information, you know, um, oh, okay. that's a, that's a, Really, especially if you're writing sci-fi or something, that's really difficult to do sometimes. Yeah. Uh, the third thing I would say is understand when the information is appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and use that dialogue to get that cro- information across at the appropriate time. Um, that helps because even if it's a soliloquy, uh, if it's, if it's information we want, we'll, we'll be happy to hear it. And the fourth thing I think I would say is just if you uh, listen to how uh, or read scripts rather than listen to it, but read scripts and see how people f- do their dialogue. Um, I, I, we, there used to be this. I used to, you know, do this, but and also advise people to do it is read your dialogue into some sort of tape recorder or some, something. Oh, okay. But, um, I don't know how valuable that is because if you're, if you wrote it, you think it's wonderful. So if possible, get somebody else to read it. And this is what we do in my intro class, mm-hmm. which is, you know, we write a couple pages and then we read them aloud. So people, so the writer can hear his or her dialogue. And it's also, it does help to do that, but I think you've got to have other people do it rather than just yourself. Okay. Um, but I mean, dialogue's tough. You, as you know, uh, you've written a ton of dialogue, uh, over the years in, in novels and stuff. And it, it's hard to do. It's hard to get it right. It's hard to get the rhythms right. Um, so, you know, keep it, uh, my, my best advice is to keep it short. Uh, because that's, I, I'll tell you a quick story. I had a, I had a run in, at one point where I was writing movie after movie after movie and I yeah. was pretty successful with them. 
Um, and I turned this one script in and the producer said, you know, this is, this is just overwritten and you need to fix the dialogue and blah, blah, blah. And she, and I, I tell this story all the time. People don't quite believe it, but it's true. And so she said, I don't want your dialogue in any particular moment to be long, to be wider or thicker than my little finger. If you look at your little finger, that's maybe one, two, three, something, three or four lines of dialogue at the most. Yeah. If you put it against a piece of dialogue on the page, well, her fingers were pretty small. Yeah. And so it was even less. But it was a good rule, rule of, rule of thumb, thumb, no pun intended, because it, it forced me to think in terms of, you know, the, how long are these characters speaking? And then one of the films I, I wrote, the actor, read it and loved it, but wanted me to cut out 30% of the dialogue. And the funny thing is I cut out maybe a couple hundred lines of dialogue, never missed a one of them. So it's just one of those things that you learn as you write. And so as you know, the best way to get better at anything is just to do it. I've read more than once that some actors like Clint Eastwood, Mm -hmm. they insist on less dialogue, not more. Right. Well, the, the, the other thing about Eastwood, though, which is unusual, is he, when he directs especially, he does not mess with the script. Yeah. So he may go in there and say, could you, could you reduce the dialogue? But he doesn't interfere with your process. So, yeah. uh, but I, I would also assume if that's the case, if he insists on less dialogue, he would pick scripts that he, that where he could, that would be the, the, yeah. the rule. Right. So. Yes. Okay. Anyway, all right. Well, look, we're out of time. Um, it's been great again, as usual. Uh, we are Plot Points Podcast. I'm with Christopher Styers, who has a website called ChristopherStyers.com. He has an Amazon Barnes and Noble page, Smashwords. Uh, you can find him all over the interwebs. He's a great writer. He's got seven novels published. His last one is Silken Swords, which is a, an Arthurian Chronicles adventure. Would you yes. say that? Yeah. Yes. Or, a, tri- a, a trio of Thurian crimes. Yes. Yeah. It's a sexy f- sword and sorcery. It's got yeah. a, it's got an awful sexy cover with a hunk of hunk of burning love guy on there. <laughs> 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 they really went after the, uh, the, a certain market there with yeah. that. And I'm Mark Sevy. I'm a professional yeah. screenwriter and uh, we're, we're, we're about to wrap up. I've got one more thing to do here. Chris, you want to give us your writer's quote for this week? Yes. I am quoting writer Raymond Chandler. Chandler, but a great writer. And he said, technique alone is never enough. You have to have passion. Mm. Technique alone is just an embroidered potholder. <laughs> okay, I'm, I, I wonder if anybody today knows what a potholder is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, an embroidered potholder, no less. Uh, yes. it's a, it's a, but that's a great quote. Chandler was an wonder, incredibly good oh. writer. All right, Chris. Well, thanks for uh, hanging with us, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you soon again. We'll talk to you soon again. Yes. Uh, for everybody on Plot Points Podcast, for OC screenwriters. Just, you know, be safe, wear your masks, and then be inspired and do good work.